Chapter 4 This Makes No Sense In the Old Testament, it talks about a man named Gideon. By society's standard, he came from one of the weakest tribes, and he was considered the least in his family lineage. He lived in a time where his people were being oppressed by the surrounding tribes. One day he tried to hide some wheat his family harvested from those who were oppressing him. During his attempt to hide the wheat, an angel of the Lord appeared to him and told him, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Gideon responded to the angel with a question, that if this was true, why were his people oppressed, despite the promise God had declared over them? Some of us today who read this have also been promised things by God that from our earthly perspective not only doesn't seem possible, but our circumstances are almost the exact opposite of what we have believed God told us. The angel of the Lord replied to this man concerns by telling him God is not only going to be faithful to his promise, but he will also fulfill his promise through Gideon. Shocked by the angel's words, he asked him to wait where he is while he gets something that would prove this word was from God and not from man. The angel respects his wishes and essentially through a series of events proves the word that was spoken over his life was indeed from God. The first thing I want to note before continuing this story is often when we surrender everything over to Jesus, God will reveal a great promise over our life during the most peculiar times. Gideon was not looking for a word from God. He simply was trying to protect his family the way he probably had for, for years. He truly surrendered his life to God in such a way that God noticed him. Therefore, the angel said he was a man of valor. It was because this man was following God's way over his own. Even though no one recognizes this man's obedience to God, the Father of all things did. Some of us have surrendered everything over to God and have heard nothing from Him. I would suspect for you as you daily surrender everything over to God that one day He will appear to you. This may occur through a Bible passage, a vision, an angel, or by the Holy Spirit speaking to you. Keep on track. Your time will come. He notices your obedience in the small and quiet places in your life. Gideon's encounter with God made no sense to him. He felt very insignificant for God to choose him to deliver his people. Not only did he feel insignificant, he also felt there had to be a better person for the job than himself. Gideon had to make a choice whether he would surrender his thoughts around the word the angel spoke over him. In Gideon's brain, there was no logical way he could do what God wanted. That is why he tested the word. It's interesting because God honored his test, but then called him to do something that should have cost him his life. I don't have time to go through the whole story, but essentially the pattern in Gideon's life is everything God told him to do, which made no sense to him. He told him to tear down the altar for Baal in his town, which if he was caught, it would cost him his life. He was caught, and yet the authorities didn't kill him. He then told him he would destroy an army that was quadruple the size of his army. This word scared Gideon, so he tested God twice to verify if it was from him. The ironic part about this scenario is Gideon was scared to fight the army with his 32,000 men, but by the time God had his way through Gideon, he only had 300 men to face this huge army. God was faithful to Gideon and Israel despite the ways Gideon doubted God's word. Gideon's story is a story of surrendering all your mind to God. Every aspect of God's word over Gideon made no sense to him. Each time God gave direction, Gideon challenged it, but then ultimately surrendered his mind and actions towards what God was saying. God is faithful to fulfill his promise, but often the way he fulfills 
goes against any plan or strategy we could ever come up with. It often goes against all reason. God wants us to know that anything he calls us to that is of significance in our life, parenting, marriage, job, ministry, etc., is only possible through him. Therefore, Paul says, For consider your calling, brothers. Not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what was low and despised in the world, even things that are not to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. And because of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So that is, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boasts in the Lord. God is calling you to surrender all your heart and all of your mind to him. Often when we fully surrender to God, he will reveal our purpose on that day that seems random. When he reveals his word to us, it most likely will be something that seems logically impossible to us. God's word over your life could be the promise you will be a mother, all the way to you will reform the education system in your country. I can't tell you your purpose, only God can. Surrender to him everything you are. I suspect that if you are wondering if it is God or not who spoke it to you, if it seems illogical to who you are and it doesn't contradict anything scripture would teach, for example, God's not calling you to leave your wife and kids and move to a thorough country, it is probably God. Never forget, God is faithful to fulfill all of his promises.